Hey guys, welcome into the Corked Up podcast. Name pending, I guess. We're still still trying to figure. We need to figure this out, Frank. We need to get that. We name. haven't put we haven't put enough time yet. We have to like allocate time to really brainstorm. Because like us name. giving giving baseball any sort of you know any sort of talk is is just out. Of, it's absurd. They're not. At this point. They're not going to start their season until we change our name. <laughs> That's what the holdup is. That's the labor negotiation. Yeah. They're waiting to see what we're going to do. Okay. <laughs> Then we really got to get on that in terms of figuring out a name. But uh, this is going to be our our quarterback carousel year uh, episode for the 2022-2023 season. Um, that'll be a good title to put on YouTube. I feel like that's that's a really good one. People tend to care about, obviously, quarterbacks. So uh, Frank and I, we broke it up um, by conference. Obviously, teams, we're going to go through each team, all 32, and we're going to predict – who the quarterbacks will be for this upcoming season. At least I want, you know, the starters for sure. I know Frank wanted to talk about where some high, you know, profile backups may go, maybe some rookies. Cause you know, even though maybe they don't get, they're not going to start for that team. Maybe we'll talk about where we think they could get drafted. So let's uh, Frank, let's start in the AFC North. Uh, Cause I, I feel like this one is kind of, I mean, we kind of know top to bottom what it's going to be, except for obviously one team. So you know, Cincinnati's got going to have Joe Burrow. Uh, Cleveland's going to have Baker, right? I mean, unless unless you think something else. I think if there is a trade candidate here, it's it is Baker. But I don't see it. Yeah. I don't see it happening. I mean, because he's going into year five, right? This is his fifth year yeah. option. Yeah. I don't think a team. I mean, after what we just saw, and we'll obviously get there and go more in depth with the Colts with Wentz. I think teams taking chances on those types of quarterbacks. I don't think is going to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I have Baker in Cleveland. I would be I would be absolutely shocked if if they if they made some <laughs> sort of trade uh, at this point, unless it's going to be for like Deshaun Watson. Like unless it's like that type of player. Even then. Yeah. That would be know. that would be the only with all the moves that have happened. I think that would be the only thing that makes sense unless you bring in. I mean, who do you bring in to chat? Jameis, Mitch, like he's better than those for, guys, for, for his yeah. ups and downs. He's better than those guys. Yeah. It doesn't even make sense to bring someone in at that level, especially for a guy him. where who already knows the system. Like you're going right. to have to spend a full year trying to get that guy acclimated. So, yeah, Baker's in Cleveland for, for the both of us. Baltimore, obviously, Lamar Jackson. Uh, now Pittsburgh, I think is one that a lot of people will have an eye on because I would say of the teams that don't have quarterbacks right now, top end talent, the Steelers are probably number one offensively. Correct. I agree. I mean, I I think just as a full team, they're the best team without a quarterback. (laughs) Yeah, I, I I definitely would not argue that point with you. Uh, so who did you have going to the Steelers? Did you have a you know a rookie getting drafted? Did you have maybe a, a veteran? Did you have maybe a trade? Uh, full disclosure before you jump in, Frank. Frank and I had had this list last week. We wrote it all down. We're like, all right, we're ready to go for the episode. And then obviously the last couple of days have completely fucked some things up for us. So we had to make some some changes on the fly. Um, so Frank, did, did you have, you know, did, did your Steelers plans get thrown off or, or were you good? The Steelers plans did not because just historically they don't make the big splash. I, I, I didn't think for as great of a fit as it would have been, I, I never thought Rogers was going there for me. It was either Denver or green Bay. Um, 
But I think a guy that fits their system so well is Jimmy Garoppolo. I really do. Like, he he doesn't. He's not the flashy guy. He's not, you know, he's... And this is going to sound bad, but I think for what they want to do, like, he's not going to make the big splash plays. But look at what they just did with Big Ben. Like, it's it's all timing-based. It's all... And he obviously still has a strong ar- stronger arm than what Ben had this past year. <clears throat> but with the strong run game, I, I don't see how he doesn't fit there. And I don't think you'd have to give up that much for him at that point, if you just eat most of the contract or at least most of the guaranteed money. So that's who I would like to see go there. But I I think, I do think they're going to draft. They may do both, honestly, but the thing that's throwing, this is what's throwing me off. And this is what's been a tad bit weird for me is that I've heard their GM who's going to retire and like hand it off to, I don't know if they have the guy picked out yet, but this is his last draft. He's sort of doing everything. He is very high on Mason Rudolph, and he's point blank said, like, it doesn't mean we're not going to try to upgrade or, like, get him competition, but if the season started, we are comfortable. That's why we're not panicking, and I'm like, I know he didn't seem like a terrible quarterback, but even someone that's, like, middling or maybe less than middling in Jimmy G is the better option here. Like, I just know. So that's what's yeah. throwing me off a tag, because I, I would even say, like, someone like Teddy Bridgewater is a better option over Mason Rudolph, but they just don't want – to make a move there, it seems. It's very weird. So I, I do think they're going to wind up drafting someone, but I would prefer them to get Jimmy G. Yeah, you can't waste you can't waste this defense with Mason Rudolph as your starting quarterback. <laughs> We've seen Mason Rudolph start games for them. He's not any good. He's not a good quarterback. Like, yeah. He's, he, he's a, he's, I would say he's probably a better backup than most, but he's not, he's not a starter. He, he's not someone that Steelers fans would go into the season uh, feeling comfortable with. I, I'm going with draft pick. I'm going with rookie, and and I would be surprised if this rookie wasn't starting for them. Uh, guy who played at Pittsburgh in college, so it's uh you know he's he's very familiar with the territory, very familiar with the stadium. Give me Kenny two gloves, Pickett, man. I I've I've fallen in love, Frank. I've fallen in love with Kenny. I I just I see something with this guy. I think. In terms of draft class, I think he's your best bet to be kind of like have a Mac Jones type rookie season. Now, do I think Kenny has the ceiling that maybe like Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields have? Probably not, but I I would say that him and Mac Jones are probably pretty comparable in terms of their floor. I think this is a guy that you can plug in and play starting year one and and especially with the talent they have around him with Najee at the running back position, the wide receivers are really damn good. Like I'm not... You know, if if this was the Jacksonville Jaguars last year, I'm not saying like, oh, if they draft Kenny, you know, they're going to the playoffs. I, I don't think he's that type of quarterback. I think he's a guy that will really succeed if he's put into the right position. Honestly, that's how I feel a lot about, about a lot of these rookie quarterbacks. They really need to be in the right system to have success. I think Kenny fits what the Steelers want to do. And I think he has that floor that would carry over. And again, he has the experience of playing in Pittsburgh, which I, I think is is definitely valuable. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going Kenny Pickett in Pittsburgh. I think it makes too much sense. No, I'm not mad at that. I, it's really hard for me to, to pick specific rookies for these teams because without a consensus one or like one and two, I, like, I, we, I think we're in for a rude awakening this draft. To see, we're really going to see where people value who, and I think it's going to be all over the place. Like, yeah, I think there's going to be weird trade ups that we're not expecting. I think some guys are going to go lower, and some guys are going to go higher. Like, 
people are all over the place with how they're ranking their quarterbacks. I mean, I've seen Pickett number one. I've seen him number four. I've seen Willis number one. I've seen him number four. I mean, it's this is wild. And, yeah. and the, the one thing that I have heard that I, I kind of disagree with, I don't think this is the EJ Manuel draft. No, no. Because, I mean, that, that was EJ, Geno Smith. Yeah. Who was that the was other? 2013. There was uh, one more that went in the second round. Let me let me take a look. And I don't remember talking. who it was, and it's like no one was ever mistaking any of those guys. Like you can look at, especially like Willis's ceiling, and just like you're talking about Kenny Pickett's floor. Like these guys, they're they're, they're going to be starters in the NFL. Um, they're just not going to be Pat Mahomes, like you know Trevor Lawrence right. guys who fly out. Well, I guess not Trevor Lawrence, but <laughs> just prospect wise, uh, in yeah, terms of being wise. a pro- because they they may wind up being better than you never know. You never really know, but in terms of being their, their prospect status, it's not that. This but was uh, 2013 isn't. was the Glennon draft. Glennon Gino, was the second round. Gina, he was third. There third round. Wasn't a, it was, uh, let's see. EJ was first. He went like EJ, 14th or whatever. Yeah, they, they, they traded up for that. They, they traded, traded up for him, that, yeah. Which was just insane. People that, yeah, that, that draft was just bad overall. Uh, it was, and then I think it was Gino in the second. Like the very beginning of the second. Yeah, and then... Glennon was the next one in the third round. So a very bad draft class for, wow. for quarterbacks, obviously. Awful. Um, um, yeah. yeah, I think I think we're good to move over to the NFC North. Yeah. Um, yeah, so obviously I, I think the NFC North is, is was actually might actually be even easier, honestly. Yeah. Uh, obviously the Bears, Justin Fields, no doubt about that. Uh, Detroit, I have Jared Goff. Did you have something different for Detroit? No, I, I still have Goff. I think it just makes sense for them to continue to build everywhere else and then look for a quarterback next year. Frank, I'm going to be honest with you. If As a Colts fan, I think I would rather have Jared Goff than Jimmy G. I'm not I, mad at that. Talent-wise, I think I'd rather have Jared Goff. Jared Goff can make more throw. I mean, he has better yeah. arm talent than Jimmy G. I, I think if you like combine them, that'd be a pretty damn they'd good be, quarterback. Yeah, they'd, they'd be real good. Uh, Green Bay. So obviously the big news, Aaron Rodgers signing a, well, I guess we don't know because, you know, God forbid anyone just gets it right, right off the bat for Aaron Rodgers. And it has to be absolutely perfect. Uh, even though Pat McAfee is the one who broke it with four years, 200 million. He said he talked to Aaron Rodgers. And apparently that's that's not right somehow. Dude, fuck this guy, man. I am so fucking tired of him. <laughs> but uh, obviously that's the big news is that Aaron Rodgers coming back to Green Bay on a four-year deal worth $200 million. Uh, Frank, I, I've heard a lot of people kind of think that this is kind of maybe just a show, that it's not really going to be the four years. He's, you know, maybe you're going to play two of them, maybe even one, and then, you know, retire I don't I don't know what to think anymore. What do you think when you saw the the Rogers news coming through? Well, I thought I thought a couple things. One, <clears throat> I was still on board with the train of thought of like trade him at his while you know he's still gonna bring max value for your team. Um, but if he was gonna stay, it was never just gonna be under the current contract. It had to be restructured. Uh, I did think it was only gonna be two years though, to be to be honest with you. The four years kind of surprised me, especially with 158 guaranteed, if that is what it is. That's going to be the full four, if, or at least three. You're not getting out after two of that. Yeah. Like, what are you going to pay? Seventy-five million for two years? You know, like each year of the first, just not possible. <clears throat> um, but second, there was one thing that I think neither of us took into consideration. It's probably just because we're not Packers fans. But like, you know, I had some Packers fans who were on the side of like, no, let's just keep him. And our side of like, no, you should probably trade him. Is like, dude, max value it 
expedite the, the, the growth process, expedite the next era. He's going to retire and you're going to get nothing eventually. And the opposite stance of that, not the, oh, well, like, let's just give it one more go for a Super Bowl. That wasn't even brought up. It was like, well, I just want him to retire as a Packer. And I was like, I can't refute that. Like, I don't know how I would feel, you know, thinking of like an all-time great, regardless of position. I, I do want to see my guys retire on the, the Bears. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I felt that way about Erlacher. I felt that way about Briggs. Like, I don't want to see them in other uniforms. Like, that's that's it. So from that aspect, I totally understand. And I didn't even think of it from that angle. So I know people who thought that way are pretty happy about it. Like, even if they don't win a Super Bowl, it's just like, dude, like, I don't want to see him yeah. in a Broncos uniform. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Why'd um, you got to say Broncos? Well, because that was the only other place I told oh, everyone. I thought, I thought you were shitting on me. I thought you were bringing up the Peyton Manning thing. And Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, that's that all, wouldn't even that's close. all the Broncos do. That's they they just steal good quarterbacks from yeah. other teams and win Super Bowls. That's, that's yeah. what they do. But I mean, the, the, the last thing for me is when he tweeted out, oh, it's it's correct. I'm going to be here for the ne-. And it's like, dude, give it a break, man. Like <laughs> everything doesn't. And, 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 and again, it, I feel it's like the same shit with Kyrie. Like they speak in these weird. Aaron has been speaking in these weird, uh, vague statements and like sentences and everything has to be mysterious all of a sudden. Like, I think you gain more like bonus woke points for just like saying shit without saying anything at all. And then just saying, Oh, that's wrong. That's completely all. Oh, are you kidding me? There's no way that that's true. And it's like, dude, can you just live in a reality for a minute and, and <laughs> let us know what's up? Like if that number isn't true, you can correct it, but just saying it's wrong and not saying anything. Now you're just being vague for no reason at all. Yeah. Especially when it's coming from like Ian Rappaport, who, usually is pretty spot on when it comes to contract stuff. Like he probably heard that from a Packers guy. Like I I think the only thing that like kind of pisses me off. Well, the only other thing that is like, I feel like he's getting like some sort of sick satisfaction about being what started the dominoes. Like, you know, he signed and then, you know, Russ got traded and then Wentz got traded. He's like, Oh yeah. The NFL revolves around me, which in a sick twisted way, it kind of does. It kind of did this off season, but that's because he made it that way like he because he felt like he was being silenced with somehow which i still will never understand uh i like i said i created this list last week i had i had rogers the backers i i just didn't think he was going anywhere i this offseason felt very different at least the start of the offseason felt very different from last year where it's like you kind of felt that anger even after they lost to San Francisco, I, I felt like they almost just like didn't accept it. Like that, that they, that they lost. Like they were like, Oh, like we, we just blew it. Like, it's fine. We'll be right back there next year, which is like an insane, like thought process. Like it all, it makes me wonder like if they had gotten to like the NFC championship game and lost there, would, would that have been like worse somehow? Yeah. I'm trying to rationalize. It just didn't feel like the Packers really like were were like that upset that they lost the 49ers, which is just insane to me. It makes no sense. Um Minnesota, I, I had Kirk Cousins still. I, I don't really think he's going anywhere. I, if he does, my money would be on the Colts making maybe making a splash for him. But I don't know. Like I'm I the Vikings. I feel like they think that with the NFC the way it is, they they could make a run. And I, I don't think they're necessarily wrong. They have a lot of good skill players. They have, obviously, a new head coach who's familiar with Kirk Cousins. Um, 
I think he stays. I agree. I mean, they continue to restructure his contract and give him more and more guaranteed money. So I, I think they're in a weird position where if they don't feel like they can clearly upgrade from him, they're not going to do it. So I, I, it's, I don't know if they're just going to eventually let his contract run out or continue to restructure or, or what, but I mean, this dude is, is raking in money right now. Yeah. So I, there, I, cause in terms of a trade, who's going to, who's going to trade for him? He's not like the Matt Stafford where it's like, Oh, he he's just, just in a bad situation a where we yeah. saw him on two teams and he's the same exact quarterback. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's a very, he's, he's a good quarterback. He's a, he's a starter. He's a very good starter. I think, yeah, that's I mean, he's a professional quarterback. That's all yeah. it is. There's no like, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's not the Matt Stafford where it's like, you see the talent and you're like, man, if they could just get this thing right. Like we saw him in Washington and then, you know, the Vikings were, a piece of the, he was Matt Stafford a few years ago when the Vikings got him. That was their whole thing. They were like, we are, if we hadn't had Case Keenum, we would have won that Super Bowl. They get Kirk Cousins and they haven't done anything with him. So I think that, that no team would really fool themselves into believing that he's just, he needs to be in the right. So he was, he was in the perfect spot and just, it didn't work out. Um, jump into the, uh, the AFC South. This one's a little more interesting. Um, Wentz obviously traded for the Colts. Man, I, I'm like so like kind of back and forth with with how I feel about the trade. On one hand, getting two thirds, or which could, one could become a second, flip moving up in the draft in the second round, and having Washington pay the full salary for for Carson Wentz this year. That's like a that's a win. Like that's like Ballard at his best. But on the other hand, Frank, they traded a first round pick for nothing. Like that's the, that's what's like they shouldn't have even been in this position because they they shouldn't have traded for once at all. Uh, you know, I, I struggled with the trade when it first happened, you know, but I, I started to kind of buy into it. It's unfortunate that it's just the off the field stuff that that really is what sunk this guy in, in Indianapolis. Uh I have I I have them with Jimmy G, Frank. I, I put them with Jimmy G. But I also had them drafting a quarterback, Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. I think that's their most realistic quarterback they could get in the second round. I think he's he's got a lot of athleticism. I, I like his arm talent. I think he's a guy that's gonna need to sit. And I feel like having him behind Jimmy for a year I think that's probably going to be their best direction to go at at uh, at quarterback. Would you have them doing? I know that you obviously have Jimmy going to Pittsburgh. Well, it's it's very it's a very strange situation because, just like you said, I think it had less to do with his performance on the field, which was a factor, and more about I mean all these reports now with the leadership coming out and they were so upset at him that Ursay just declined a meeting when he tried to, when, um, Wentz tried to clear things up. I think that he, they were just so over him that they didn't even care if they can get an upgrade. It was like the first team that offers us remotely close to, you know, anything remotely close to what we got or what we traded for him. Yeah. We're going to do it. Um, and I think that's evident when the rumors now are Mitch Trubisky, Jimmy G, Jordan Love. And it's like, are any of these guys better than, Carson Wentz like Jimmy G's probably more consistent than him but better I don't know but again 
the I you know the Jimmy G thing. The he I, I think he fits in with Indy in the same way that he does with Pittsburgh. It's it's a a really good overall team. Um, if I'm Indy, I'm probably looking to get maybe one more wide receiver, but a strong run game, strong defense. You know, I I think they they have the makings for a guy who is more of like that professional quarterback, like Jimmy G is, because Carson Wentz is just too inconsistent. You know, it's too up and down. Where I think he would have a lot of success there, um, and that's I, Jimmy G is the front runner right now. I I think I think that's the route um, that they're going to go. I wouldn't doubt though if if they if you know, things get in the way in terms of money or the asking price is a little bit too high. Because the one thing I think we failed to, to touch on, and maybe uh, you have thoughts as well when we get to San Francisco, but it's like, we don't know how they really feel about Trey Lance. They didn't give him the shot yeah. that we all thought they would. And, you know, so maybe they're open to training Jimmy, but the price is going to have to be higher than what you would think for a team that supposedly has a successor to the quarterback that they have. You know what I mean? So that's going to be really interesting to play out. But with that said, I think the backup plan for, for them is Jordan Love, yeah. um, which, I, to be honest, I'm not upset with. Like, you're getting a guy who maybe he wasn't a first-round grade coming out, but he was a first-rounder, and he he was going to get picked in the second. Let's make no mistake. He wasn't like a fifth-round pick that the that's Packers, why the Packers trade. That's why they traded right. up, because the Colts were going to draft him in the second round. That, that was the whole thing. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, you get – I mean, the, the asking price for him right now can't be more than, like, a fifth. Mm-mm. Right? I mean, like, you're so – that's not the worst um, trade to make, but I think at that point, you don't just give Jordan Love the keys. You do go out and get a Teddy as well. You go out and get someone that's you know that that's gonna be in a real quarterback battle with him to really make him win it out. Um, but yeah, I, that that's, that was the most shocking. So I, again, Jimmy G would be my pick. You know, if if I had to pick, but the one situation was so strange. Yeah, because there was reasons for on the field to get rid of the guy. But again, the fact that you're releasing him or, or, or trading him when it's clear that you you may not get an immediate upgrade, I mean, they were really over him. Yeah, yeah, I I think I think they should go. I, I'd be okay with Jordan Love. I I, I kind of feel bad for the dude. Like, it's not his fault he got drafted in the first round to a yeah. team that was apparently just never gonna play, <laughs> never gonna play him. I, if I'm him, I'm demanding a trade. Like. Even if the Rodgers stuff is like legit, where he may only play one year, and the, and the Packers are like, you know, we we, I'd be like, fuck that. I've I've done everything you've asked me to do. Like, no, trade me right now. I want to go play for a team that that wants me. Uh, so I'm curious to see how that that plays itself out. Um, I know they're in on Marcus Mariota too, which just like it, to me, Marcus Mariota makes more sense to have a, a a chance at a starting job than Mitch Trubisky. And we'll talk about Mitch. I know a little bit later on, but like. It's the same thing. He was a starter and actually had some success where he was. Goes and be a backup somewhere else and is an athletic quarterback, you know, this and that. And now, you know, he didn't do a whole lot as a backup, but now he's back on the market. Like, why Why is Mitch guaranteed a job? I, I just, I don't. I don't understand. We'll talk His about his agents. Later. Jesus. They're doing work. They, they are doing work. Got to give them props. Uh, Houston, Frank, I, a little bit surprised here. I'm going with Davis Mills as the starter. Like Same. They, they may draft a quarterback. They may, you know, bring in a free agent. I, I don't know. I, I think they will trade Deshaun Watson. I, I think that's, that's coming this, this off season. 
I think Davis Mills might actually be somebody. Like, they may be actually able to, at least he's going to be a stopgap guy while they continue to build their team back up. But I liked what I saw from Davis Mills last year. I think he's, I, I don't see a reason why he shouldn't be the starter next year, at least given a chance to be the starter. Yeah, I I think, you know, it was the same argument that I made for the Packers using this upcoming year if they were to trade uh, Aaron Rodgers. Just see what you got in the guy. And you already got a sneak peek this year with Davis Mills. The the roster is so talent-stricken that you're really going to have to use the eye test on this kid because they're probably going to have a top-10 pick again. Um, But if he makes the strides, you continue to build around him. I mean, you you found a diamond in the rough and what was it, the third round or fourth round, whatever. Like, you don't just move on from him that easily when he showed that he can play. And again, objectively speaking, I thought he had the second best rookie season uh, of everyone last year behind Mac Jones. So it's like, yeah, give him, give him another shot. I will say in terms of Deshaun Watson, I hadn't had him listed. I legitimately have no fucking clue what's going on with the guy. Like it's, and we've noted this though, throughout even the regular season, like no court dates were said. No, we heard it's going to be criminal as well as civil. Then it was maybe just civil and then maybe just criminal. I have no idea what's going on, but (laughs) in my opinion, I think the only two teams that would really be in on him are Miami because they've been rumored for forever now. And then probably Tampa Bay, you have an older coach who isn't going to want to, to rebuild. And I would have said Seattle, but they're already starting to let go of some of their vets. I don't know what the fuck. I mean, we'll dive into them a little bit, uh, a little bit later, but it's like, those are the only two teams that, that make sense. But again, we have no idea. Like he hasn't even been handed a suspension yet. Yeah, like exactly. even if he gets off, who knows how how long he's going to be suspended, if at all. Like it, it's such a weird, it's such a yeah. weird case right now. Spoilers: since we're in the same, since we're in the South, and we'll talk about the NFC South in a second. I have them listed with Tampa Bay. I think I think Tampa them re-signing uh, uh, Chris Godwin tells me that they have a plan at quarterback. There's something that they want to do. I think they understand the position they're in with the roster that they have, that they it, they just have to replace Brady and they're they're going to be competitive, especially in the NFC and the NFC South. That division is horrible. Like they are, they, they need it. All they need is a quarterback. So I'm going with Watson there. Uh, Jacksonville is pretty easy. Obviously Trevor Lawrence, yeah. no doubt about that. Uh, Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill, right? There's, yeah. I, I'd be surprised. I think it's possible that Tennessee actually will draft a quarterback this year. Tannehill is starting to get up there a little bit. You know, I one of his biggest assets is athleticism. So if that starts to go, you know, they're, they're going to want to look somewhere else at the quarterback position. But for now, it's going to be Ryan Tannehill, no doubt about that. Uh, the NFC South. Now, this is probably their division that's going to have the most change. The only starter I had locked in was Atlanta with Matt Ryan, unless maybe you had something different for Atlanta. No, I still had him, and I'm glad you brought him up because I'm really surprised that he's not in any sort of trade rumors. I mean, this team hasn't competed in, what, three years, four years? I mean, it's been a while. I mean, since they blew the Super Bowl. They haven't been back to the playoffs. So it's like, he's like, I know he does, he's, his style of quarterback is starting to phase itself out of, of the modern NFL. But he's still a really good quarterback even if he is more of a statue, like you get this guy an offensive line, his arm still looks good. He's not throwing ducks just yet. It's still very clear that, I mean, there's still game. You think the last two, three years, there's still games where that offense looks fucking explosive, man. Like yeah. he's putting up points though. And he's putting up yardage. So 
you would think, I mean, just looking around, like Washington didn't kick the tires on this guy before Carson Wentz, like, especially with the money involved. Like, I don't know. It's, it's because I'm not a cap expert. Maybe I, that has to be part of it, like his contract. But again, it's 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 even hard for me to say that or lean on that because the cap is so manipulative. You know, you yeah. can do whatever. I mean, the Saints have been negative four hundred million in the cap <laughs> for the last twenty years. Yeah, the, like I, as, so. I mean, it, as, I, I say all that to say Atlanta. They didn't draft a quarterback this last year in a really good draft class. Atlanta must really want to continue to keep this guy, and because they think they they can win in the next few years. As soon as that Calvin Ridley news hit. You know, with the obviously the one year suspension for for betting, which I mean, like, my God, what an idiot. Uh, use someone else's account, man. Like, like, just have someone else log in, to you, log in for you. Um, but as soon as that news hit, they sh- the, the Falcons should have been on the phones being like, all right, let's let's move on. Like, let's we, we need to we need to figure something out because this just isn't going to they're, they're not going to win anything with with Matt Ryan as their quarterback. Like they they their team just isn't good enough. Um, I agree. They, they should absolutely trade them. But I haven't seen Matt Ryan's name come up at all. I, I've seen Marcus Mariota pop up more than I've seen Matt Ryan. It's it's insane. It's crazy. So that's why I, I just think Atlanta is just going to keep them and just, you know, keep keep doing what they do. I, I don't I'm not saying that makes sense. I'm just saying I think that's what's going to happen. Uh, Carolina. Uh, so I have Carolina going with Malik Willis as their quarterback. I have him listed as their starter because I think I don't think he should start right away. But if Carolina gets Malik Willis. I, I'm I'm just going to assume that they're just going to start him as they realize that their team is just isn't very good. Plus, I think he's better than Sam Darnold. Yeah, even I'm going, now. I, I'm going rookie as well for them. I mean, they've tried the other, you know, the the veteran route with Teddy. They tried the let's rehab the guy and and Sam Darnold, and then they just sort of panicked when he got hurt and they got Cam Newton back, and he's clearly just over the hill. Like I I. I I refuse to slander the guy. Like people have been doing, he was so good in his prime. Let's like, let's yeah. just, let's pump the brakes and realize that he's just not in his prime anymore. Like he's, it's not that he's bad. He never was bad. It's just, he's old. That's all it is. Um, so I, I, I think they're going rookie as well. And um, I, I really feel bad for whatever rookie does go there because it, it seems to be like, it, it seems to be a shit show with that yeah. coaching staff right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it seems very Matt Nagy-ish to be quite honest with you. And, and I, I hope I hope that winds up not being true because someone like Mal- uh, especially if it's Malik Willis, because with all the talent that he has, he's still kind of raw. But man, if a coaching staff, I mean, you, he, he reminds me a lot of Josh Allen, like yep. just that like raw, but you just see it like it jumps off. He's the only quarterback in this year's draft that to me, like when you just see the height of him, it, his film just jumps off the screen. This dude is so athletic. His arm is so strong. There isn't a throw he can't make. He needs the right tutelage. Like he needs someone yeah. You know, and I just two years ago, I would have been fucking stoked. If you told me Matt rule is getting Malik. What, but the, I mean, that, that, that the sentiment has <laughs> just so changed yeah. so much, man. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, I think they're going rookie as well. Uh, Tampa Bay. I talked, obviously I have Deshaun Watson. Who do you have is going in, in, uh, in Tampa Bay? Um, Deshaun Watson is, is interesting. I didn't even think of them as being, the, the destination, I, I thought, I said earlier, like I thought of them as being one of them, 
So you don't take you don't take any heed to the Cal Trask talk. You think that's just you think they're bullshitting, dude. Anyone who believes in Kyle Trask is is absurd. You're you're absurd. I saw what I saw. I saw what I saw of him in Florida. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. Ain't, that is not going to work out in the NFL. I I don't see. That's it. fair. I don't see. No, it. it's it, it's it's fair. And I think. Um, yeah. I Plus, mean, when the fuck was the last time Tampa Bay actually drafted a good quarterback? All right. Relax. That's true. No, it's true. Um, but yeah, I think. I mean, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be super upset if they made a run at um at Derek Carr, even though I ultimately think we'll talk about I think he stays. But with him being in the trade rumors, when there's smoke, there's fire. And I think someone like that, obviously he's not Tom Brady, but I mean he's a damn good quarterback. Like you, we talked about Kirk Cousins being like the professional quarterback. He's like a notch or two above that. He may not be the superstar, but he's like the super above average <laughs> NFL quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, and I think he would be an awesome fit. I, I I'm just with with Russell Wilson going for what he went for, and it wasn't the three first that the Bears offered last or, offseason. Or the Washington Commanders offered. Yeah, right. They offered three firsts as well for Russ. Right. And so I'm wondering, like, does that shake up what Derek Carr's value is? Because at that point, like, I why again, I don't even think they should be looking to trade him at all. But if Russ is the the standard. I don't think I'd, I would trade him because you're gonna have to trade him for less than that. He's not as good as Russ, right? Like you, you yeah. sort of set the market there. And um, I don't know. I think Tampa Bay is in a very bad predicament, to be honest with you. Nah, man, Kyle Trask, the future. Yeah. Good fucking joke. <laughs> uh, New Orleans. I'm going Jameis. Jameis Same. is going to stay there. I think it's pretty simple. I, I, I can't, I know teams are talking about the ceiling, but like we still haven't seen it come like he got hurt last year like it just didn't nothing nothing everyone was super stoked about Jameis last year especially after you know starting the year and then he got hurt and it just it just kind of never came back together so I think he's gonna stay in New Orleans just kind of take another run at it I, I I can't really see them doing anything else do you have anything different for New Orleans no I I, I totally agree I mean they're also just not in the position to make any sort of splash yeah yeah so yeah I, I, I think Jameis stays probably one year 15 mil, 16 mil. It's going to be a, a one year, maybe even with an option. Yeah. Uh, AFC East, super simple. New England, Mac Jones, Miami, Tua, Buffalo, Josh Allen, New York Jets, obviously Zach Wilson. There's, there's yeah. really nothing. I don't think we have to go very in depth on anything over that, there. That's one. That's the one I started with. Cause I was like, let's just, let's just get now. If I would say if, uh, Brian Flores was still in Miami, I would have put Watson here. And I would have put Tua in Houston. That would have, I, I think, I think that was going to happen this offseason if Brian Flores was still the head coach. Now that it's Mike McDaniel, he's probably not going to want to do anything too crazy. Uh, he may still think that there's something worth, you know, something there with Tua that he can really, you know, get get something out of. So I, I guess we'll see. Um, NFC East, Dallas, super easy. Dak Prescott, uh, they're stuck with him, unfortunately. You know, a lot of Dallas fans, man, <laughs> not too, not too happy with uh, with Dak Prescott. Um, and, you know, they're going through offensive changes. Amari Cooper is now free. Well, he's going to be either traded or going to be a free agent, which, you know, I think is good for 
maybe the Bears. We'll see. Talk about that maybe down the road. Uh, Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. You going Jalen Hurts? You sticking with him? Yeah, I think you have to. Uh, yeah. Again, I, I know they they weren't they they got the the break speed off them in the playoffs, but they were one of those teams that going into last year had you had someone told you like yeah Jalen Hurts is going to throw for like twenty eight hundred yards you know, 15 touchdowns and 17 picks before he gets benched, you'd have been like, oh, oh okay. But I mean, he had a much better, like he, he really progressed. We saw, we saw that sort of progression that we maybe didn't see in year one and maybe didn't even see in the first few weeks where we got like continued to get low on him. But yeah, I think you continue to ride him out. I don't think there's a lot of better options that, that you can go with, go over Jalen Hurts right now. I think, I think you got to stick with it and just kind of see what, what happens in year three. Uh, Washington Commanders. I'm, I'm just saying Commanders because I want to get used to it. I honestly forgot that was their name until the trade happened today. It I just me don't, off. I just don't think I about see them. It. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't think about them as a team. Uh, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is going to be their starter. Very interesting that, that the Colts didn't get Taylor Heineke in that deal. I, I would have thought that would have been a slam dunk. So I, I, you know, I think Taylor moves to obviously that, that backup role, which will be nice to have, honestly, because you know, Wentz, I, I can't see Wentz finishing the season as the starter. I, I think I'd be honestly pretty surprised if that happens. Um, the Giants. So, Frank, I know we've heard the talk. I'm I'm saying the start the year, Daniel Jones will be the starter for the Giants this upcoming season. Do you have something different? I think Mitch is going to end up there, man. I I have him listed as the backup yeah. to the Giants. However, I think Daniel Jones will beat out Mitch Trubisky for a starting job. I, I think it's going to be one of those things where they both wind up playing. I mean, because if I don't just based on the eye test, people are going to try to pull up stats or whatever and, and fucking tweet me. But just they don't seem like very different quarterbacks. They're they're the same. They're very athletic. Yeah. Inaccurate. They don't what? do any like w- w- with their arms, they don't do anything special, but it also feels like they they don't know how to like extend play like the way we saw Justin Fields extend plays, not like just running around and scrambling and <laughs> running. He like was running around and still looking downfield to throw and we like Russ does that probably the best in the league. These guys like if they have to scramble. They stop looking for Pat. They just run. And it's that sort of that same thing, like almost one option and go type of thing. And I think if, if Mitch goes there, Daniel probably beats him out just because he he has familiarity there. They're going to go back. I mean, it's going to be Foles and Trubisky all over again. They're just going to go back and forth throughout a year. And that's going to be that. I I told you this. Obviously, I sent it. I, I texted you this, but uh, you know our our listeners don't know that. I I just I don't I can't fathom people thinking, oh well, Mitch flamed out in Chicago, couldn't handle the pressure, had to turn off the TVs, <laughs> couldn't hear anything negative said about him, but think he's gonna go to New York and just have this fucking wild success. Like, part of me hopes I'm wrong because I. I liked Mitch. You and I like him as a person. And, you know, I think you and I were higher on him than than a lot of Bears fans for a very long time. And I thought Bears fans were just not really fair to the guy for whatever reason. But let's now it seems to almost have been flipped like Bears fans are just like, 
oh, well, it was just because Mag- Matt Nagy was here that Mitch was bad. And it's like, that's just not, that's just not fucking true. We, we saw what we saw. Nagy had some good games where he was calling some really good plays. He dialed up some deep shots and Mitch fucking overshot everybody. That's just what he's just he didn't have the deep ball accuracy. And he's not just going to magically get it from sitting on the bench in Buffalo. I, I just don't get why people are just like, well, he sat on the bench for a full year where teams didn't want him as a starter. So now this offseason, he is going to be a starter because he sat on the bench. I just like I don't get I don't get I just I can't rationalize that at I think, all. I think it's a product of two things. I th- I think people finally realize that Matt Nagy was a fraud, mm-hmm. and people are very high on Brian Dable at this point. Yeah. So like those have collided, and that has escalated Mitch to to being something that he isn't. But the, I think the easiest thing, and, and this is why p- I think people are having a hard time understanding why we came away from last year very encouraged with Justin Fields this season is because we saw him progress at basic quarterback things that have nothing to do with the coach. We saw him look look through reads. We saw him read defenses. We saw that internal processor speed up as he continued to get live game reps, and he was letting the ball go sooner. He was anticipating throws better. He was throwing people open, things that Mitch had never done before. And, you know, we saw for four years a guy who could really only beat man coverage because that's, at an NFL level, that's the easiest thing for – uh, a quarterback to to diagnose. Um, but we saw him constantly get confused uh, in, in um, you know, coverages that, you know, started are, are, are like, what, what what is the right word? Uh, disguises. It, this the, He got consistently confused with disguises on defense. If, if any sort of the pre-read, pre-read was different to the post-read and to our post, the pre-snap read, compared to the post-net read, he was he was done zone. That's why the Packers, because that's what Capers has always done. It's always been, you know, it's it's throwing you off and like looking like it's a cover two, but it's really not, or looking like man, but they go to cover two uh, post-snap. And he was never able to figure stuff like that out. He just doesn't have the brain for that, or, or, or he doesn't have the work ethic to really understand it. It's, it's one or the other or a combination of both. Um, whereas like we've seen guys in really bad situations show you that they're progressing as a quarterback. I mean, Deshaun Watson, That's that was him all in Houston. He's never been in a great situation. Uh, Off-the-field stuff, again, is off-the-field stuff. But we saw this guy really raise the the, the ship really by his, by himself because he's that good of a quarterback. Um, so I, I think I, I the same as you, I feel really bad for him because it's not his fault that he was picked second overall. It's not his fault now that another team is going to buy into him and maybe even make him the unquestioned starter. But there's going to be a really disappointed fan base if you really buy into this guy because I don't think he's a starting quarterback. I think he's one of the best backup quarterbacks in the league. But that's as far as yeah. it goes. Like he's he's just yeah. not he's not I, that guy. I just, I just don't think he's going to be able to handle new like New York media when when he that's has a, worse when he has a bad game like it's 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 not going to be. It's it's gonna be bad. I just, I just don't think he's gonna be mentally strong enough to deal with with the Giants. Like I I just yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it, dude. But with that being said, you know where I would like for him to go, which I don't think he's going. I would like for him to go to Seattle. Yeah, I think he fits that run heavy play action fake, sometimes ugly offense because they're not gonna add like, and, and we'll get to Russell Wilson. But I I you know uh, when we talk about um, Denver, but that sort of 
you, it was hard to know like where things started with Russ and where things ended with with Pete or or you know vice versa. But Mitch isn't going to contend and like have his agent throw fits because he's not throwing the ball thirty times a game. Like they, they would right. be completely fine with him tossing the ball fifteen times if they're having a good run game. Um, and even even like utilizing his legs more. Like I I know we we have our gripes with Pete Carroll, but he would I think get Mitch in a much better position than uh, Nagy ever could. Um, and that includes just being run heavy from the start. So that would be a fun destination, I think, for him. But it doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think the pressure would be so, so much looser in, in Seattle. I, I think that would be a good, a good spot for him as well. Uh, yeah. I, I still think it's going to be Daniel Jones. I just think, like, I know the numbers haven't necessarily been there, but like, I just feel like I've seen more upside with him and I just don't like the staff that he's had. I definitely do not like the weapons that he's had. And, and, and this kind of goes back to, to, you know, Jimmy G as well. Like even in San Francisco, you know, he had what George Kittle, he had Debo Samuel. I mean, even to a certain degree, he had Brandon Ayuk, he had Trent Williams, his left tackle. Like he's not going to have those skills players. And, and I think, that was an argument that a lot of Colts fans that wanted to keep Wentz for a lot of the reasons we talked about, like what is the better option? And and maybe they just didn't necessarily care as much about the off field stuff that clearly the Colts were just like done with. It was, you do skill players. You got to remember they do matter. Like, (laughs) you know, having Michael Pittman as your wide receiver one is great, but what else do you have around him? What's your left tackle situation? Like all this stuff. Daniel Jones, I mean, fuck, man. Who's his best receiver? Who has been his best receiver in his career? Sterling Shepard, I guess. I, I mean, you can't even say Kenny Galloway because he fucking sucked. <laughs> like, that Darius Slayton. Like, yeah, they, they need to get some, some help for whoever's going to be quarterback there. But um, moving to the AFC West, uh, yeah, Patrick Mahomes, obviously going to be a Kansas City starter. Uh, you know, obviously, Herbert, Justin Herbert's going to be the Chargers starter. The Raiders, Frank, I, I, I wanted to get a little crazy with this. I wanted to get a little nuts with this. So I have the Raiders making a splash because it's what the Raiders do. Going after Kyler Murray. I want, I want Kyler Murray. Now, do I think he fits Josh McDaniels' offense? No, <laughs> not at all. I just thought it'd be fun. I don't know. They, I feel like they're they're going to want to make a splash, especially now. That with with uh, Denver obviously having Russell Wilson, they they have to trade Derek Carr. Their team is going to be fucking terrible, right? You got you got to do so. They're not going to win their division with Derek Carr. I, I'm sorry, you're not winning your your division against Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert, right? That, it's just not going to happen. They lost their their what top fifteen pick in Henry Ruggs, right? That's that's not going to happen, like. I just want to see them go nuts. I want to see them make a big splash. I want, I, and, and Arizona, we'll, I, I'm going to talk about them now. Arizona, I think they're a quarterback away from making a serious run at a Super Bowl. I don't think Kyler is the guy to get them there, to get this specific team there. Right. I, I don't. I, I just don't see the fit. I think they're trying to do t- different things, which is why at the end of the season, things kind of fall apart. I think Derek Carr makes that Cardinals team actually a lot better. I think they could just do an easy, a simple flip, maybe some draft picks, obviously go back and forth. Uh, Cause I think, you know, 
the 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 Raiders would have to pay obviously a little bit more for for Kyler Murray just you know with age and everything like that. I, it, as the Cardinals, I just don't see how you keep Kyler Murray around after what how he's been acting this offseason. I know he's talented, I get it, but like if they have a chance to get a better, you know, a quarterback that fits their team better, I think they should absolutely do it. I'm not mad at the train of thought, to be quite honest with you. I think that would be uh, it should be a really fun trade. I think the reason why I have Carr staying put is because, again, I, I think value-wise, they want more than teams are willing to pay. But I, And I think teams are stupid for not wanting to pay it because I do think Derek Carr is a really good quarterback. But on the, specifically with, with the Kyler trade, if I'm a team, I'm not touching him with a 10-foot pole. And it's not because for lack of talent. He is extremely – if you're talking about talent, He's a top five talent at quarterback. But I have never heard of a quarterback screaming to get paid in the third after three years. Like the only and again, I don't know if we said this on the podcast. I know we definitely talked about it and texted about it, but the only quarterback I can remember getting paid while they were still on a rookie deal has been Patrick Mahomes. No one's mistaking Kyler Murray for Patrick Mahomes right now, not resume-wise, not skill-wise. Like He's good, but he's not Patrick Mahomes. Like, let's, you know, let's dead that. If you you think that, you just click X on this, the, click the big red X on your screen right now. You don't need to listen to the rest of the episode. Um, but if, if that's, like, to do all of this, to scrub the social media, to put out a, a fucking Times New Roman six font statement, uh, like, what the fuck are we doing, man? He, it's, it's such a strange situation because not for nothing, you, you compare other quarterbacks that have been drafted in the last three, four years. They have done really well by him. They got him a top 10 defense. They, they've gotten him weapons. James Conner balled out for him last year. You also have Chase Edmonds. I mean, you have one of the best one-two combinations in, in football at running back. They get you A.J. Green, who maybe isn't A.J. Green anymore, but goddamn, he still looks good. They get you fucking Nuke Hopkins, like, what more do you do you want? Yeah. Like I get you want to get paid, but bro, no one gets paid when they're still on the rookie deal. Yeah. That's just, the whole the whole thing is to win with the team while, while you're, you're on, on a rookie, rookie deal. deal. Yeah. yeah. Like that's the yeah. whole point of it. Now, if you win a Super Bowl, then they can pay you because they they've they've done their job. Now they can secure you for for the long run. And now we just build, you know, you have to build a little differently because now you paid your guy. You haven't done that, dude. You haven't even won a playoff game. <laughs> Like yeah. I, it's it's such a strange thing, man. I, I I'm just curious to know if it's a him thing, if it's someone who's in his ear, if it's a little bit of both. But again, it, it sucks to me that the biggest knock on him coming out was he's immature, and he may want to give baseball a go, and that seems to be coming to fruition now throughout all of this. And I was I I didn't want that to be true because he's so talented. He's someone that's good for the league. You want this guy to succeed in the NFL. Yeah. And that that's why I think he's staying put in Arizona. I think he's gonna throw his fit. I think he's gonna pout. I think he's gonna lose money because he's gonna sit out on all the you know the required workouts and things. But I, I don't think they're gonna be able to trade him for any sort of value. Because like again, th think of it as a team trading for him. Are you going to give him that uh, the contract that he wants? Because he's not going to play for you either unless you pay him. And I certainly am not doing that at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I. The, so the reason that I put him with the Raiders, though, is because the Raiders don't give a fuck about any of that personal shit. 
that we're, we're what? I think it's uh, two years ago, maybe three years ago to the day where they traded for Antonio Brown. Like that yeah. whole situation. They don't care about that stuff. Like that's just, it'd be such a Raiders move. And it'd just, I, I would love it. I would love Kyler to be in this division. I think it would make it even more fun than it already is with Derek Carr. Um, but like we said, Denver obviously having Russell Wilson. Frank, I, if I were a Denver fan, I would be happier to have Russell Wilson than Aaron Rodgers. Is that an insane thought to to have? I know I know how you and I both feel about about Russell Wilson at times, but like age wise, personality wise, I know I know Russell Wilson can kind of be like a cringy dude a little bit, but like he's not Aaron Rodgers at this Here, point. Here's the thing, Jack. I will take Q and on Aaron Rodgers' personality ten times out of ten over. Russ is a fucking cornball. I can't. Yeah. He's such a dweeb, dude. <laughs> I just can't. I can't. It's and it's not even that he's dweeby and dorky. It's it's like there's something that feels fake about it. Mm-hmm. Like he feels like told, a he feels like a pyramid scheme guy. Yeah, it 100%. just feels very. I don't know if it's the religious thing, but if someone told me that he locked up cats in his basement and tortured them, it wouldn't fucking shock me. Like I feel like he's hiding something. Because of how like fake he comes across and like weird. Um, anyway, that, that that's a totally different thing. I think for Denver, um, I'm really excited for Russell Wilson because the thing I've had questions about him in the past in terms of his play because it's like again I, I sort of touched on it earlier. Where does does his limitations start to to happen and the limitations of Pete Carroll's play style or like what he wants to do. Like, where, where does that start and end between those two? Because you had the whole let Russ cook, and he had these the greatest fucking six games you've ever seen from a quarterback, and then it just sort of fell off. But again, was that him? Was that the game plan? Was that, like, Pete not really wanting to do that, so not knowing how to adjust once defenses did adjust? Like, you don't really know. But they have the weapons to sling it out. I mean, Jerry yeah. Judy, Cortland Sutton, K.J. Hamler, uh, Tim Patrick, they traded Noah Fant, which kind of sucks because Russ loves him a tight end. And I think that would have been a perfect fit for, you know, what he has to do Noah in between Fant. the hashes. I do as well. He's going from Drew Locke to be his quarterback to Drew Locke you know to be though? his quarterback. Gerald Everett is, uh, he's a free agent. So, I mean, maybe that, maybe Denver maybe. just brings him over from Seattle. I, I, that'd be, that'd be a good fit. Yeah. I'd be okay but with that. I, I, I'm excited because I do think my questions about, Russell Wilson will be answered. Like, is he a guy that does need to be heavily supported by a run game for him, for his skill set to work? Or can he drop back and slice you up from the pocket? Cause again, we've never really seen that consistently from Russ, but I don't know if that's a limitation of his or a limitation of what was happening in Seattle. Um, My- so I, I'm, I'm excited to, to just kind of see how he plays with a team that I think will, I mean, Nathaniel Hackett, people have been very high on this guy. Aaron Rodgers spoke very highly of this dude. And we're going to see, you know, what what he's really about in Denver. And I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure Denver fans were probably wondering, like, why they even hired Hackett if they couldn't get, you know, Aaron Rodgers. But, I, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how this team operates with with Russell Wilson. It, it's, a, it's a damn good division, man. It's It's going to be a... It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure we will see a lot of AFC West football on uh, national TV this year. Um, the AFC West, obviously Arizona, I'm sure you have, you still have Kyler there, correct? I do. Yeah. Okay. I have Derek Carr just to reiterate, uh, the Rams, I, Matt Stafford, like, let's not even fuck around with that. Uh, Seattle, 
So, yeah, so obviously they trade for for Drew Locke. That's one of the, you know, I, Frank, I have Teddy Bridgewater as the starter because Teddy Bridgewater is the perfect bridge quarterback. And my God, would it be funny to see Drew Locke's reaction to having to battle out Teddy Bridgewater again? I think that would be absolutely hilarious. I think Teddy should be a starter in the league. Like, I think he he deserves a starting job more than fucking Mitch Trubisky. Like, he, he's not a bad quarterback. He's yeah. just a perfect bridge guy to get you from one season to the next. And Seattle, I, I mean, maybe they draft someone. I think they're going to tank and just try and get a quarterback next year. Because, Frank, next year's quarterback class is is going to be really exciting. Like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that quarterback class a lot. I don't see them really wasting a draft pick on a guy that maybe they don't necessarily believe in. I think rolling with Teddy Bridgewater and, and Drew Locke is, is probably going to be the way to go. I mean, you still have DK. We'll, we'll see what happens with Tyler Lockett. I would, I would be surprised if, if he doesn't get traded. But, Frank, my biggest question for Seattle, why, why, why is Pete Carroll still the head coach of this team? They're going into a rebuild. Why? Why would they not have just made the move? I, I, I don't, I don't get. It sounds like they knew that the trade with Russell Wilson was going to happen. So I, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand why Russell, why Pete Carroll is is going to sign on for this. I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand. I totally agree, and I, it may be one of those situations where because he does have total control, like he's the GM and the coach. Maybe they're using this year to just face him out of his coaching duties and just be a front office executive. I, that's the only thing I can come up with. Like he doesn't want to quit football, but he also doesn't want to like be the coach of a rebuilding team. I mean, but that at that point, you almost have like a Pat Riley situation. Do you remember when it's like, is he going to come back down and coach now that LeBron's yeah. here? Like yeah. <laughs> you almost have your next head coach looking over his shoulder because the guy that is doing your drafting may come down and and and, and take your job. Um but I'm right there with you, man. I'm highly confused as to what they're going to do. Drew Locke isn't. He's I, not a starter. I'd rather have starter. Mitch than, than Drew Locke. I would rather. I, I agree. I would rather have Mitch than, than Drew as well. But again, they're not in position to make a splash. No. Like who, who, who do you get? And even if you do, I mean, let's say you get, and this won't happen. I'm just saying for the sake of argument, let's say you get a Deshaun Watson. Let's say you get a Derek Carr. That's not going to do anything for you either. Cool. You have a nice fancy Ferrari back there. But the rest of your fucking team is just Toyotas at best, like 1992 Camrys. Like, what are we outside of DK? Obviously, he, he's, yeah. he's a very good player. But yeah, I mean, you're clearly entering a rebuild. This is a, a chance for you to, you know, lose a ton of games and, and get into the quarterback market next year. I don't get why Pete is there either. It's 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 very weird. But again, that was sort of why I wouldn't have minded Mitch being there, because if he if Pete is still going to be your, your head coach. He's someone that I think fits the run-heavy, roll-out, backyard football type of quarterback. Whereas I don't see anyone else that's on the market that that fits that. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if 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 Teddy goes there. But I think at this point, I think guys, I agree with you. He's really good bridge quarterback. I think teams see him as a really good backup quarterback at this point. I don't yeah. think he's going to get a chance to start anywhere else. Did you have any? Did you have someone different in Seattle? Or I, no, I, I I think. I, I think they just stick with uh I think they stick with Gino and um and and fucking Drew Locke. And Drew Locke. Yeah, I don't think it doesn't make sense to even spend money, I don't think, on on another quarterback. Well, we know that Jamal Adams is will be requesting a trade shortly here because you know he's gonna freak out about it. That but is that's, the dude, it's trade. also such a reflect bad reflection on on 
Pete Carroll, why did you trade for Jamal Adams? I I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know of any <laughs> Seattle fans that were excited to get this guy. <laughs> Safety isn't a position that you make a big splash on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and you know they. I I told you like they sure they got two firsts for for uh, for Russ, but like that's. I mean, it's De- Denver easily won that trade. Like they. Seattle is one of the worst drafting teams in the league when it comes, especially when it comes to first round picks. Like, sure, maybe seconds and thirds, they're 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 kind of like a Ryan Pace built team. Ryan Pace would do very well in Seattle. I feel like Ryan Pace should be hired over there, and then he can bring back Mitch, and then they can hire Matt Nagy and just get the band back together in Seattle. I would find that hilarious. I that think would be really that. funny. Uh, San Francisco, obviously, I, you know, with Jimmy G gone, I, I went Trey Lance. I'm assuming you went the the same. Yeah. Yeah, I went the same. And I, I th- this is, I think, a good way to jump into the, a couple of the backups that, that are on the market. Um, you know who I would actually really want to see there? Marcus Mariota. You, you, you get a guy. I mean, you saw some of the packages that they ran with him uh, in yeah. Las Vegas. And he he had success. He had some really good plays where he's running, you know, some RPO type stuff where you know designed runs for him. But you also kind of knew what was happening because you didn't draw the same type of stuff up for Derek Carr. Just two different quarterbacks. Yeah. Now I'm not saying you you have like 15 design plays for him in San Fran, but with the starting quarterback in Trey Lance, a guy who's clearly very mobile, you get you know five six plays with maybe even both of them back there. That's I think Kyle Shanahan could have some really cool play designs with someone because it would be much less predictable because both guys can run the football. Um, you get some goal line packages maybe for for him there. Uh, inevitably, he gets hurt after his you know sixth play of the year in game four. But um, I think it's a good fit for them uh, there. Did you have any um, thought like any backup quarterback thoughts yeah. for, for this yeah. year? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I wrote it. I, I hated it the entire time, but like I just feel like it's gonna happen because I I, I don't deserve to be happy apparently. And Andy Dalton is one hundred percent gonna be in Indianapolis next year yes. as the backup quarterback. <laughs> like, there's just no doubt in my mind that that Andy Dalton will will be will be an Indy. Well, if he I mean, goes I, to I, Indy, he may be the starter. Who the fuck are they gonna get, dude? I know, I know, I know, I know. They, there's there's a lot of question marks for for the Colts. I mean, it's just not. It's just not a great time to have a quarterback need. Uh, I I still think I'm still high. I, I I'm definitely higher on this draft class than than other than other people are. Um, you know I think Malik Willis can definitely be a plus starter. Do I think he can be like a you know MVP candidate? Maybe not, but I still think he could be a very good starter, like a Jay Cutler, you know Derek Carr type type talented quarterback. I think that's a, that's a realistic tier for him. Um, Kenny Pickett. I've already explained why I like him. Desmond Ritter, I think, is a true sleeper in this in this draft. I think he if he goes to the right system, if he doesn't have to start right away, if he can really kind of sit and learn, I think that he could end up being really good. And then Matt Coral, like, dude, he he is going to be Taylor Heineke for one team like team's going to maybe the Saints. Right. They're going to they're going to make their their playoff march. Something's going to happen to their quarterback. Matt steps up, maybe wins the playoff game or two. Let me tell you something, Jackie. If you're a sleeper in one of the worst quarterback drafts I've ever seen in my fucking life, you're not doing very well. And this is not the worst quarterback you've ever seen. Dude, people, here's the thing. People love to just like, they shit on the quarterback class so much. And then the draft happens. And like you said, 
guys are going to go two. Someone will trade up to like five for Kenny Pickett. Yeah, we see it all the time. It happened with the Daniel Jones draft class. Like people, people will trade up. It's it's going to happen. I, there's no way that's like a 2013 draft class where like three go in the first three rounds. I just there, there's no way that happens. I I, I refuse to believe it. I'll believe it when I, I see it. I'll tell you. That. I agree. But speaking of Andy Dalton, I think um, I think it would be it would be smart for Dallas to to go out and resign him. I they, they like yeah. Dak, and it's not that he's going to challenge Dak at all, but Dak has gotten hurt, and they're throwing fucking Tony Scaracci. What the fuck is this? Who is this guy? <laughs> what are we like? Dude, you have to secure the backup quarterback position, and Andy Dalton has familiarity. Andy Dalton is a really good backup quarterback. He'd probably be the best backup quarterback in, in the league, uh, unless Mitch is the backup. I'd probably rather have him. But, yeah, I mean, come on, Dallas. What are you doing? And then the only other thing that I had is – I think Teddy is going back to Denver. I think that's a really good backup quarterback for Russell Wilson. Because I, I'm, I'm looking around the landscape of the league. There's not very many that need like a bridge, maybe Pittsburgh. But again, I think they would shoot higher and, and just get Jimmy G at that point. Uh, they're sort of the same quarterback. Well, maybe they would take Teddy over him. I don't know. It's kind of a wash at that point. You kind of save your picks and just spend money. Um, but yeah, I got him going back to Denver. I think he's a good backup quarterback for them. Yeah, I mean, Dalton probably still thinks he's a starter. He's probably still out there just, you know, praying and hoping. Andy is the only team that... Andy Andy Dalton would go to Kansas City and be like, all right, I got a shot. I got a shot here to be the quarterback one. Yeah. Because Matt Nagy's back there in in, in Kansas City. Good for him. Good for him. Quarterback coach. Dude, that, that, that's like the dream job. Like that is Matt, like Matt Nagy landed a fucking, because what better way to build your resume while having to do absolutely fucking nothing than being Pat Mahomes quarterback coach. Like you don't have to do anything. If he, if he gets a a second chance before Seattle. Oh God, that's (laughs) fucking gross. I would feel awful for Seattle fans if they had to go for Pete Carroll to Matt Nagy. Imagine, no, but imagine Pete Carroll, like it comes to fruition what I said. He goes, he's like transitions full time to front office GM personnel type of guy. And he hires Matt Nagy as his successor. (laughs) Holy shit. But what I was going to say was if he gets a second chance before Jim Caldwell does, that's a fucking mockery. That would be a shame. I mean, that would be the biggest indictment in terms of racism in the NFL. Am I wrong? No, no. I mean, come on. Brian Flores should be hired in Seattle after this season. I think he'd do very well in Seattle. I think he would too. I think he'd do well anywhere. I just think. I think you know, yeah. We're we're gonna do and and we're gonna do our coaches rankings now that all the the head coaches have been have been uh, have been hired. So we'll 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 do that. Um, we 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 need to have that exercise prepared for next week because we may do that. Oh, yeah, but if, yeah. if big moves happen again, it may just be a full reaction and kind of thoughts about what's happening. So. Well, next week will uh, the the start of free agency uh, starts. I think it's on a on a w- the Tuesday, 16th, right? The sixteenth, which would oh. be a Wednesday, which we usually record on Tuesday. So maybe we'll have to, to you know, full peek behind the curtain. We're recording on Wednesday right now. Glad we did. We had to push it back for some personal stuff, but you know, we we had the 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 one stuff would have completely thrown us off. So you know, maybe we'll record a day later. We can kind of maybe catch up on some some free agency news because I think. Frank, when that starts, it's going to go fast. It always does for the NFL. Yep. That, um, that first wave of free agents is going to be huge. 
I want to talk about the franchise tag next week. I want to I want to talk because because it, it it's absurd. It's it's I can't believe the players' association like agreed to this fucking franchise. You can go basically like seven fucking years with a team without being able to get a free agent contract. Like that's that's fucking crazy. That that's way too much control. It's more control than baseball has. And fuck baseball. Well, you know, I'm not talking about baseball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, we're, we're we'll maybe we'll touch on free agency next week, and then we'll get to our head coaching stuff. Um, a little bit later on, because, you know, Frank, before we know it, the, the draft is going to be here and we, we're we going to have to talk about the Bears, obviously, where who, you know, maybe they sign Amari Cooper. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of play it by ear. I'm excited. I mean, the, the NFL. Well, nothing's hap- nothing's it, happening man. and it's still dominating over baseball and, and basketball headlines. Yeah, I, the Bulls are terrible again. There's no baseball to talk about. We we need football. You know, we need we need it to 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 kind of keep going. So agreed. We'll, and we have plenty to talk about. Like what? Like this is general NFL stuff because ge- it's just like general NFL news. There's going to be a, with the new coaching staff. There's going to be a ton to talk about this offseason Bears related as well. Just sort of what our expectations are, what we want to see immediately, what you know, in, in terms of identity, in terms of team building, what are we looking for early? I, there, there's going to be a ton. And then obviously once they do make signings, what that means, what we think the direction of the team is going to be in year one under the new, under the new regime, there's going to be plenty to talk about. Like we're, we're going to fill this off season. And that's what made last off season such a drag. We came to a conclusion on that, <laughs> yeah. you know, on that yeah. regime. Like we, we, we were didn't sad. have much else to, yeah, there was we nothing else that, it was just you know, a whole off season of Frank and I being sad and just knowing what was coming until the Justin Fields thing happened. And then we got really excited. And then they're like, no, 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 hold on. But He's even, still going to no, be the third but, string quarterback. <laughs> but he, he, even then, even if they would have made him the unquestioned starter, like even yeah. with the judge, like, fuck yeah, we got fields. Like, the sentiment still was like, he's the only thing we have to look forward to because we know what the rest of this, I, outside of maybe Sean Desai, can he get this defense back? He did a fucking phenomenal Darnell job. Mooney. I loved what he did. Darnell Mooney. You're not, you're just going to disrespect Darnell Mooney. I love Darnell Mooney. I think I he's know. a great piece of the team, but for you to, oh God, I don't even want to revisit. I don't want to revisit. We're going to have to at some point because it's just funny to talk about. But we will do our free agency stuff next week. We'll, we'll obviously eventually get to our head coaching rankings because I think I think we're gonna have a lot of movement there. It's gonna be really exciting, and we'll 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 kind of pick who's on the hot seat. Well, I, yeah. we'll obviously do our rookie coach coach rankings, and then we'll obviously give the, give the big names. I'm just really interested to see who you have number two behind Eberflus. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking maybe Mike McDaniel. I I just like the cut of his jib. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I think that's a great note to end this podcast on. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. We appreciate you listening as always. This will be up on YouTube. Uh, you can listen to it on the Apple podcast, Spotify, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, we appreciate you you listening. If you have any other thoughts on where some other quarterbacks may end up starting, please feel free to uh, comment on, uh, on this or hit us up on Twitter, whatever you want to do. Frank, I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Later, everybody. Later, Jackie.